Lord, her strength, God, and also her weakness and her humility, God. God, I pray that you would still her heart, still her mind, God, and open her mouth to speak your words. God, I pray for freedom as she speaks. God, I pray that she would um, enjoy the gospel as she speaks. God, give us open minds and open hearts. And God, as always, just be glorified. Um, when this is over, God, help us not to talk about Tanya, but to talk about the God of Tanya and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In Jesus' name, amen.
So Eve, we already talked about that, was that when she was cursed, that God promised her from her womb was going to come someone that was going to crush the head of the serpent. Um, and from that, we learn that even in situations where stuff seems really terrible, that God is working promises in us and he's going to bring things through to fruition. Like God is going to accomplish everything that he sets out to do. Um, if you remember, our fathers and our mothers were slaves in Israel, in Egypt, and they were there for 430 years. They were slaves. Well, one day God called them out of there. And when he called them out, he sent one man, Moses, and Moses said, hey, I need my brother. So he, two people went into Egypt with all of their strength and all of their armies and said, Yahweh wants his people back. And it was a story of plagues and everything because the Pharaoh kept changing his mind. But God was more powerful than everything that was there. And because of that, the people were eventually set free. And when they went out into the wilderness, it says that um, they came to the Red Sea. And when they got to the Red Sea, they were afraid because they had never fought a day in their lives. They were slaves. All they ever knew was slavery. And along comes Pharaoh's army. All of his army and all of his horses were coming after them. And they're looking at the water in front of them. And they're saying, how are we going to get out of this situation? And they look behind and they see all the armies. And then Jesus, Yahweh, comes up in a pillar of fire and he separates the armies from them. And they're standing in front of the water and then he separates the water. And all that Moses did was hold out his staff and the water separates and his people go through on dry ground. Why are you so afraid? He's your God. He's my God. So the people walk through and they get through to the other side and it says for 40 years they wandered around in the wilderness. And you know what the scripture tells us? That their sandals never wore out and their clothing never wore out. This is our God. So they continue on. Um, there's different things that happen throughout their history. Uh, Moses dies. Incredible things happen while Moses was their leader. Um, but eventually Moses dies and Joshua ends up taking over and when Joshua was taking over this happens again where they come up to the banks of the Jordan River and when the men holding the ark stand in the water and they stand still the water stops and it like starts piling up but they go through on dry ground again so this tells us that it's not a leader that does these things it's Yahweh that does these things so Yahweh's the one that split the Red Sea Yahweh's the one that split the Jordan and they go through on dry ground again they come to um, a city called Jericho. And when they get to this city, it's a fortified city. And they don't know how they're going to get in. Um, but do you know how they get in? They don't fight. They go around the city and they blow trumpets. And in the end, they just shout, a mighty shout. And all the walls come crumbling down. Why are you so afraid? This is our God. And they go in and they take that city. There's another time where five kings decided that they were going to go after Yahweh because they thought they had strength in their numbers. So they got ready their war horses. They got everything together and they go after. And when they're on their way, Joshua prays that the sun would stand still. And you know what happened? The sun stood still. It's never happened before and it never happened after. But Joshua believed God. Sometimes we only ask God for things that we see within the realm of possibilities. But Joshua said, what we need now is for the sun to stand still. And so he asked God for it, and the sun stood still. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? 
Another time, actually this one I want to read. Um, go with me to 2 Chronicles. Chapter 20. Okay, so Jehoshaphat was the king at the time. Um, chapter 17, verse 3 says, The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he walked in the earlier ways of his father David. He did not seek the Baals, but sought the God of his father and walked in his commandments and not according to the practices of Israel. And then verse six says, his heart was courageous in the ways of the Lord. And furthermore, he took the high places and the ashram out of Judah. So it's saying that he, he was following after God and he took down some of these places of, of false worship. Now skip with me to chapter 20. It's actually a really interesting story. I would encourage you to read through these few chapters. It's a very fascinating series of events that takes place. Um, but in chapter 20, verse 3, it says, Then Jehoshaphat was afraid, um, because there was a king that was coming after him. It was coming to destroy them. It says that Jehoshaphat was afraid. How many times do we get afraid in our lives? It says, He set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah, and Judah assembled to seek help, seek help from the Lord. For all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. So the first thing that Jehoshaphat does when he's afraid is he begins to seek the Lord. Um, go down to verse 12. And it says, um, O oh our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Then we'll skip to verse 15. So this is God's response to him. Thus says the Lord, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. So he's giving them specifics as to where they're going to fight this battle. Um, verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites and the Kohathites, and I don't even know how to pronounce these words, stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were going to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the armies and say, Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord, and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon. So here these people are coming against them, and what they did is they worshiped. And in their worship, that's what set the whole thing. They never even fought at all. All they did was worship. God does amazing things. He takes hardened, evil hearts, 
And the scripture says he makes those hearts soft. That's our God that does these things. It says that he makes beauty for ashes, strength for fear. Like God can change every situation and every fear we have. He speaks into the darkness and he brings forth light. This is our God. Why are we so afraid? When I was five, um, the doctor said there was so much damage that was done to my kidneys that I was gonna have to be on dialysis for the rest of my life every single day. Some people laid hands and they prayed over me and God healed my body and when they went in, they said it was perfect like a newborn baby. Why am I so afraid? Death is swallowed up in victory. When you look at Stephen, when Stephen was being stoned and it says the heavens were open and he saw the Son of Man, like we don't even have to fear death. When we belong to Christ, everything is in his control. Look at the sun, look at the moon, look at the stars. They all tell us a story. God is in control of everything. David, it says that he encouraged himself in the Lord. He landed in a situation, he was in a cave and there was like a bunch of men that were there that were bitter in their souls and he ended up being like the uh, leader of them. And later on, um, when they returned to their village, all the people, all the wives and children and all their belongings had been taken. And so they were so angry that they were gonna stone David. And David got very afraid. Um, go to 1 Samuel 30. Verses six, well, verse six. It says, and David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters, but David strengthened himself in his God. Sometimes you guys, we have to strengthen ourselves in God. There's been so much discouragement and so much spiritual warfare that's been going on, but if we can learn the art of strengthening ourselves in God, then it's gonna take us through the hardest of seasons. So you preach to yourself, you tell yourself the truth about God, where God has brought his people, where he's brought our mothers and fathers, and where he's brought us. Psalm 42, says, why are you cast down on my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you. From the land of Jordan and of Hermon, from Mount Mazar, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. At your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me. A prayer to the God of my life. He tells us not to be afraid because he's with us. He promises that to the end of the age, he's going to be with us. doesn't matter what we're facing. It doesn't matter what comes into our life. God is beside us. But we have to fight for our freedom because the enemy is always after us to enslave us again and to trap us in our fears. But God wants us to be walking in freedom, walking in his love, walking in his truth, and walking in his word. Matthew 6. Matthew 
He says in verse 25, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on it. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? You guys, we are so much more valuable than every other creation that's out there. God made us in his image and for our purposes, for his purposes, and he set us apart for his use. God, I just pray for my brothers and sisters right now. God, I pray that they would no longer work at, walk in fear, but God, that they would walk in truth and in your light. God, that no weapon formed against them would prosper. And God, in the face of every adversary, God, that they would find you as their God. Yahweh, you're a man of war. You war, warred on behalf of the Israelites when they stood there at the, at the river. God, I pray that you would do that for your people, Father. God, I thank you that you don't want us to walk in fear. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I walk with you. I talk with you. Look and see the salvation of your God. Isaiah 41.10. You are my servant. I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So that's the message that you know God wanted us to hear tonight is don't be afraid. And when your heart starts to fear, remind yourself of the promises of God, the places that he's brought you and your brothers and sisters. Thank you for listening to this resource from Cell 53, Proclaiming the Kingdom of God for the Sake of the City. For more resources, visit cell53.com.